Hey, Ruth Ann. Hey, Troy. We are less than a week away, and we are going to be at the Louisville Truck Show. We are. Are you excited? I am very excited. You've never been to a truck show. I have not. And so this will be your first, and we were looking forward to shaking hands, doing mm-hmm. some video work, and we're going to do some podcasting and mm-hmm. some interviews. Yeah, and we got new equipment specifically for traveling there with it. Correct. We got some battery-operated mixer and all kind of crazy mm-hmm. stuff we'll be trying out. And then we've, we're driving up. Yeah, I know. And that's an 800-mile drive for us. I I don't, I mean, I like driving, but I don't personally like going distances. We'll have our big talk CDL magnets on the side of our truck. Yeah, so when you see Troy driving like a mini truck driver, because, you know, it's going to be in our pickup truck versus the big truck. I have to get a CB. Yeah. Anyways. We're going to try and do it all the way. What, the, the trip in one shot? Of course. No, 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 no. Oh, what do you mean? We're going to be a mini truck pretending we're a big truck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so if I start a convoy, you guys just, just fall in line behind my Honda Ridgeline. <laughs> All right. So anyways, today we've got a couple things I want to talk about. Ruthann, honestly, the main thing I want to talk about is texting and driving. Mm-hmm. Recently seen a story, read it, about a truck driver. in Wisconsin. He's from Wisconsin. It happened in Minnesota. He ended up hitting a guy, rear-ending him and killing him. I want to talk about that today, his story. We also want to talk about a couple other things. You've got a article on truck parking future, and also you got an article on a truck driver that actually uh, allegedly... Accused, ki- accused. I was going to say allegedly mm-hmm. killed his co-driver. Interesting story. Mm-hmm. And you got the word of the day and the joke of the day. I do. So looking forward to that, and let's go ahead and get started, Ruthann, on ToxyDL. We are sponsored today by driving-tess.org, and if you want to go to the site, you can actually go to driving-tess.org forward slash CDL-premium, and that is a system developed for truck drivers that are going to get their CDL, Ruthann. Correct. It's, it's It's a... program that helps you complete the start to finish of the what you would need to do to get your CDL. Yeah, if you're in the if you're in a trucking school right now, they I mean, there's a free version, you can get the free version, but for $49, this is the truth, for $49 you have unlimited use it says. Mm-hmm. That means you can constantly practice taking that test. Check this out. It comes with a pass guarantee. We promise that you'll pass your CDL exam or we'll refund you in full. Can't beat that. Absolutely. And I mean, it's worth it. If you're paying, say, three to $7,000 for a, you know, to get your CDL, what's wrong with adding a guarantee to it for $49? I would do it. Exactly. Same here. Anyways, here's what they give you. Instant online access. You can use it 24-7, study from home or on the go. Minimal impact on current job and family responsibilities. It says one-time purchase or monthly membership. Cancel at any time. Your mistakes are automatically stored in the challenge bank for your review. So what you could do is you can go back and see where you need to, to do a little bit more studying on or where you need to, to remember quicker. Correct. Quicker. Qu- but anyways, it says <laughs> tests are divided into several difficulty levels. Study at your own pace. Remember the concepts faster by intensive drilling with practice tests based on the official manuals and relevant federal regulations. Again, the address is driving-test.org forward slash CDL-premium. Go to it, check it out, and let us know if it helped. Moving on. Moving on. Okay, moving on. Here we are. Today's 
main topic I'd like to talk to you about is a story, Ruth, and it's actually a really sad story. Mm -hmm. Now, I mean this sincerely. I'm not here to pick on the driver. His name is Sam Hicks, okay? This was the trucker. Well, you're not picking on him. What you're doing is is giving a story out there. Well, I'm just saying I'm not here to go, oh, that rotten, da-da-da. I'm just, honestly and truly, the man was actually interviewed. He gave it. Most guys would be like, I don't want to talk about it. Mm -hmm. He at least, from jail, from prison, uh, did an interview. If you go to YouTube, I'll give you the address then where you can see the story. But this is this happened in uh, Washington County, Minnesota, February 17th of 2018. Sam Hicks, a trucker, had one stop left on his drive-in trailer. He was just about done for the day. He had one stop. He was now he was in a day cab. I seen the video, pulling a, a drive-in, looked like a 53-foot drive-in. It said, at the same time, Robert Bursick, B-U-R-S-I-K, was stopped at a red light when Sam's semi-truck hit him in the rear end at 63 miles an hour. Wow. I know. It said, the impact was so devastating that Sam's truck went up and over the top of Robert's car. That's a lot of power. Sam was quoted as saying, I could not steer. He said, I couldn't steer. The brakes wouldn't do anything. I couldn't do anything. So by the time he realized he was, he was in the accident, he was in it. Mm-hmm. And so I guess when he went up over the top of the vehicle, he's trying to hit his brakes and, and, and you know, come out of it. He probably didn't even realize he was on top of, of the car. But he, like he said, there was nothing I could do. It said the... Report said it took hours to get Robert extracted from his car. More on this later, on that. Robert lived, now this is Robert. The victim. The victim. Robert lived life to the fullest and was energetic and funny. This was his daughter telling her story. You know, this, they were all in this story. Mm-hmm. He was loved by many, and he was only 54 years old. Not much older than me. His daughter was getting married soon, and her plans were to have him walk her down the aisle. So it was just before the daughter was going to get married. Hmm. Instead, her Uncle Paul had to take his place. Sad. I mean, it's really sad. This is the effect it has on so many when we mess up. Mm -hmm. It says the crash forever changed so many lives. On the day of the crash, Sam had just made his second to the last stop. He was just about done for the day. He was on Highway 36, eastbound towards Wisconsin. While he was driving, his cell phone indicated that a text message had just come through. Ding. You mm-hmm. know that me- You know that message we get. Mm-hmm. You know, in fact, we all get it. Right. We're driving down the road and you get a buzz or whatever you have your Whatever tone you decide to choose to let you know you're getting a text. Correct. So, and of course, you know, everybody's always curious who just called me, who just texted me. Here's what he said. He knew it had to be about a house his girlfriend was looking at. So he, you know what I mean? Through the, I mean, I'm not saying through the day they've been communicating, but this was the big thing in their lives, Sam and his girlfriend. 
And I guess his girlfriend was looking to buy a house. And it sounds like they were probably both looking to be in the house together, would right. be would be my guess. Mm-hmm. So he made the decision to pull his cell phone out and see what uh, she was saying. Basically, to see who was texting, he made the decision, I'm going to check it out. Sam traveled eight seconds without looking at the road. He, at 63 miles per hour? At 63 miles an hour. That's, that's a good distance. He was quoted as saying, I thought I would be fine. Nothing would happen. Mm. You know, when he pulled the phone out? Mm-hmm. Basically, a lot, and where do you see the stats on this, on texting and driving? I think I read at one time... On average, there's over 660,000 people texting in the United States while driving. That, that's, I, I, I don't. Oh, I, know, I, I don't. don't. Think, I, don't, I know you don't. Mm-mm. But anyway, so Sam, like many people, thought, hey, nothing's in front of me. Mm-hmm. I'm good. I'll just look at it for a second. And he did. Mm. He said, time went by so fast. And I traveled so much farther than I ever thought I would have. Mm-hmm. That's, this is the regret and the nightmare of playing it over and over and over in your mind after you thought, I'll be fine. This is okay. Not a big deal. I just want to glance down at it. See, the problem with glancing down at your phone, sometimes if it's something exciting or detrimental or impactful, your mind doesn't go back to driving. You're now... It's almost like you're locked into that phone. Well, you go from seeing, oh, let me see who texted me. And you glance at it and you see, oh, it's from so-and-so. I know they're getting to me about this. So then you decide you're going to have to read what they sent instead of just leaving it go. He said, that's when I looked up. Remember he said, I knew I'd be all right. Mm-hmm. and think anything would happen. He said, that's when I looked up. And he was already at Robert's stop car just before impact. It says, again, Sam was going 63 miles an hour. Didn't even have time to hit the brakes. Mm -mm. Like he said, in eight seconds, I can't believe where I was at when I looked up. He said his truck just went right on top of Robert's car and pushed him through the intersection. He said he ran back to the vehicle, and that's when it sank in, that it was too late. When, if you've seen the picture of Robert's car, it was just a ball, a, a metal ball crumbled up. Well, here's what I was thinking. You said he was in a day cab with a 53-foot trailer. Correct. That went over this car. So that was the day cab and the 53-foot trailer riding over top of a vehicle. Yeah, it just rolled him like it was. You could just see the way the vehicle kind of, it's almost like if you put your finger on a a little piece of dough and pull towards you, Mm -hmm. the way it'll flip up and twist. Well, yeah, it it does that uh, that smushy, rolly effect. Exactly. It was very horrible. Um, Sam sits in jail thinking about the nightmare he caused thinking about the pain 
He caused so many people. And, you know, just listening to the guy, I believe, like, he had no, at this time, he was already in jail. He had no reason to, you know, I mean, this was after his sentence. So he had no reason to pretend. I believe it. I believe it's tearing him up. I, I know it would tear me up if I killed somebody and just honestly um, hurt their kids and their whole family. It would, it would tear me up. I think what he's doing is he's trying to not make amends, but what he's doing is he's trying to get out there so everybody can hear him speak of what he's gone through so that they don't make the same mistakes. Yeah. Well, part of his sentence, I didn't write it down, but part of his sentence was to work with the Minnesota DOT Mm -hmm. on doing public announcements. You know, so this is a guy that will, you know, be in future videos and everything, but not in a good way saying, Hey, this is what I did to a family. Mm -hmm. This is what I, this is the impact I had on my family. You know, it wasn't just Sam's family torn up. Um, I'm sorry, it wasn't just Robert's family torn up. Sam had two kids of his own, and he went to prison. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, it, it says this. It says, according to the criminal complaint, Hicks was texting with his girlfriend and using the Zillow real estate app to look up information about a house. And and we've said this before. It doesn't matter if you have AT&T. It doesn't, you can burn your phone you know, and I'm sure people have gotten in accidents and tried to throw their phone over a bank trying to hide it. But as soon as they look up your account, they're going to they're gonna, um, petition AT&T or Sprint or T-Mobile, mm-hmm. and they're going to get the records of mm-hmm. your phone. They, trust me, they will subpoena it, and they will get it. They'll know what you were doing. Oh, yeah, they know where you were, what you were doing, what area you're at just by looking at the towers that it was pinging around. So they get ex- exact detail of what's going on at that time. Yeah. So it like, like Sam said, when I got out of that truck and I ran back to Robert's car, it, it was the end. His whole life was about to be just imagine, you know, a minute prior to that accident happening, he wasn't even yet texting because it said he, he looked at the phone for eight seconds, Mm -hmm. eight seconds, eight seconds changed. This is what people don't realize how just a couple seconds of a mistake can alter the entire your entire life and everybody around you's life for for life. Eight seconds. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound like much, but when you're driving sixty three miles per hour, it it comes fast. It it, it goes by quickly. Yeah. Listen to this. It says Robert Bursick's Scion XB was so severely damaged. It had to be towed to the Lake Elmo Fire Department where his body was extricated, the complaint stated. Extricated, I looked that up, it means to have the vehicle taken apart. Instead of him being extracted, they had to extricate the vehicle, meaning they had to take the vehicle all the way apart around him Mm -hmm. to get the poor man out. That's how bad this car was. They couldn't just get him out at the scene. They couldn't just use the jaws of life right there. They had to literally, yeah. like when you get tin foil and you make it into a ball, they had to unball the metal from him. Basically, yeah. I mean, that's a nightmare. Even just for the family to be even, 
you know, having to live that nightmare and prayers for every one of them. I mean that sincerely. I mean, even, I mean, we know tow truck drivers and some of the stuff that they've had to deal with. Can you imagine that one? He had to transport the, the victim in his car to the, to the, Oh yeah. Yeah. That's true. I never even thought of that, but the the guy that had the tow truck having to drive the car on the back of his tow truck, knowing that that a, a poor man just a lost human his is inside of that vehicle still. Yeah, there's still a human in there. That's sad. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam was sentenced to four years in jail. The sentence date was when he got sentenced. It was Friday, July nineteenth. So technically, I think he had gotten a year. You know, you know when they give you a year time served or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. He could technically be out by now, or he's going to be out very soon. One of the two. But again, I'm not here to put Sam down. You know, Sam's got a nightmare he's got to live with the rest of his life. The uh, punishment goes beyond jail and prison. There's no, absolutely no, I doubt he'll ever be a trucker again. I I mean, I don't know anybody that would hire him. I don't know that anybody that would insure him. So, you know, and again, you know, who knows, maybe, but. I would say that his trucking days are probably over. He probably doesn't want to drive. I was going to say, he might not want to go into a vehicle, a tractor trailer, or any form of a, a, a semi like that. He might not want anything to do with that. Right. I mean. I agree. I agree. So I've got some statistics, but how about we uh, take a commercial break for one second? National Carriers 888-311-7076 is looking for lease purchase drivers in those beautiful Kenworth T680s. And always a company or a student driver. If you've recently graduated from a trucking school, call National Carriers at 888-311-7076. Moving on, Ruthann, I got some t- some statistics for for this uh, question. Is, is distracted driving still an issue? Of course it is. Yeah. Just in New York alone, one out of 50 states in one year, they wrote out 9,700 tickets for cell phone use. How crazy is that? Well, think about this. There's 365 days in a year. Okay. And they wrote over 9,000 tickets. That just shows you how many tickets per day that they've been writing. Well, not just that. It even states, basically what they're saying here is, it says it's widely unreported. So, you know, most of the cell phone Mm -hmm. people don't get caught is Mm -hmm. what he's saying. It's, It's mostly unreported. So basically, they're they're really asking, okay, we wrote out ninety seven hundred. How many people did we miss? Exactly, that's true. Yeah, um, it says among truckers, cell phone use is still one of the leading causes of fatal accidents, according to the FMCSA. In recent in a recent year, an estimated thirty two percent of fatal truck accidents were caused by driver error. And this, uh, with distracted driving being reported as the second leading cause just behind speeding. That's, that's a lot of cell phone use that, that's not supposed to be used. I mean, I don't, I, I'm, I guess I'm still flabbergasted on, on the fact that truck drivers are still wanting to pick up their phone and use it to, to text or, or do something that they're not supposed to be doing. I mean, I just, I'm, I'm just stunned still. Well, remember we... We had did a, a report on a guy, I think it was in Indianapolis, about a year or two ago, texting and driving took out. I think he killed like five people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we all agreed that, you know, this is just the beginning. There's going to be, I mean, I could look up 
you know, incident after incident. And, and, you know, I'm not even, I'm not talking about people in cars. I'm talking about just truckers, the, mm-hmm. our community. That's what I'm saying. I'm still, I'm flabbergasted that people are still doing it. Well, I mean, if you think about it, you know, you're taking such a chance and eight sec. All, all it takes is just a couple seconds. And you know how many people that are driving down the road right now, even listening to us, that might have a cell phone in their hand thinking, look, I've done this a million times. I'm mm-hmm. really careful. I'm really careful. Mm-hmm. But the problem is what happened to Sam, Sam got a, a message that was able to make him forget he was driving for eight seconds. That's really what happened there. He's, he's now, see, she sent him a picture. Right. And what happens is that picture made him go, oh, wait a second. This is what I've been looking for. Oh, let me look at the bathroom. Let me look at this. So now he's trying to take in as much as he can and he forgets that he's driving. So I got a message to you girls, you wives, even you husbands that have a, a, a wife that drives. Don't text them while they're driving. Don't do not text. Call them. You'd be better off calling them because they're hands free. You know, they can answer their phone hands free. Call them. Don't text your trucker friend. Don't text your trucker lover. Don't text your trucker girlfriend or boyfriend. Yeah, don't text your trucker. Seriously, because I would imagine a lot of times, okay, if let's just say, let's just say for the heck of it, there's 30,000 texting and driving trucker accidents in a year, little ones. Let's say out of 30,000, probably 75% of them, is because of an incoming text, not an outgoing text. Mm-hmm. Something that they sent that the driver is now just trying to concentrate on listening to. You know, even little I love you messages. I love you, baby. I miss you. Here's a picture of our little kid. He's playing on the slide. He took his first step. Look at him. He's, he's in the carriage. You know, all that stuff. It just takes one second, and that kid don't have a daddy anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Yeah, you don't want to do that. You know, Ruth, and I've talked to a bunch of truckers over the years that had cell phone tickets. And it's funny because every one of them that I talked to, they played it off like it was nothing. They say things like, oh, I was at a red light and I just picked it up for a second to see who was trying to message me. And there was a cop right there mm-hmm. and he got me. Mm-hmm. None, of, none of them ever say, yeah, I was driving. Yeah. I was always parked exactly. or at a red light. They're always, they're always stopped. Exactly. They, they were just stopped, you know. But the bottom line with it is, okay, the real bottom line with it is, is it's 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 something that's more deadly than you believe it is. And I think a lot of people think, I don't know if they compare it to the CB, but the CB is a whole different thing. The CB is you're using the CB to work. You're picking up your your key in the mic and you're watching out the window while you're keying the mic and you're talking. You're not looking at the mic. You're not looking at anything. You're just going down the road and you're using it as a bear report or an uh, direction or a weather report or anything. It doesn't take it doesn't take more senses to use. With the phone, you use vision, you use hearing, you use speech, and you use your your movements. That's four different things you're doing. With the C B, you're speaking, you're hearing, and you're just grabbing the mic. So that's your movement. So you're not having to visually lose concentration from the road to look at something on the mic. Listen to this stat. It said, and this is when it went into effect. The FMCSA made it illegal 
for um, any any cell phones in a tractor trailer. It's an effective July 1st, 2013. So we're coming up on 10 years that these guys aren't supposed to be using a cell phone in a tractor trailer. It says Florida statute 316.3025 parenthesis six prohibits a driver that is operating a commercial motor vehicle from texting or using a handheld mobile telephone. The class of license the driver is holding has no impact, meaning any commercial driver, class A, class B, whatever class you have, if you're in a, uh, a, a motor vehicle, a commercial vehicle, you are illegal if you pick up your phone. P- just picking it up, you're illegal. It says to, to, to be charged under the section, uh, the deciding factor is whether or not the vehicle being operated is a commercial motor vehicle or not. In other words, these words only apply to CDL holders while operating a commercial vehicle, meaning any commercial vehicle. The Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, FMCSA, and the Pipeline and Hazardous Material Safety Administration created a rule uh, a rule prohibiting the use of a handheld mobile telephone while operating a commercial vehicle, including the truck or bus. The prohibition includes texting while driving a commercial vehicle, although hands-free devices may be used. The FMCSA rule provides that hands-free use of a mobile telephone is allowed using either a wired or wireless earpiece or a speakerphone function of the mobile telephone. Definition of handheld mobile telephone in Florida. This is just our state. It says using at least one handheld I'm sorry, using at least one hand to hold a mobile phone to make a call. So if you're, it's in your hand, you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Dialing a mobile phone by pressing more than three, I'm sorry, more than a single, I almost said three, more, more than one single button or reaching for a mobile phone in a manner that requires a driver to maneuver so that he or she is no longer in a seated driving position restrained by a seatbelt. So it sounds like you're, if you have your phone like in a, uh, uh, like on a mount and somebody rings, it sounds like you're able to just push it one. You're able to go, boop, you know, with your finger and that's it. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? If it mm-hmm. has to be pushed more than one time, it says more than once. So if it has to be pushed more than one time, you get caught, you're in trouble. So if you have it set to where the best thing to do is have it set to where you can go answer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, any kind of uh, vocal commands or if you have it Bluetooth to your car, like with mine, I have to hit answer on my dash. And, and guys and gals, if you don't understand how to set that up, stop at the AT&T store. They will, most of those guys are pretty cool and they'll show you how to use it. And I'm sure you got some geek friend that can show you how to use it. Trust me. We all have. YouTube tells you everything. Yeah. YouTube's geek enough. So definition of texting in a commercial vehicle in Florida. Okay. The term texting means manually entering text into or reading text or reading text from on electric devices, the definition of texting includes, but is not limited to the following. You ready? Mm-hmm. A short message. Using short message service. Emailing. Instant messaging. A command or request. Are you ready? To access a web browser. So if you are going down the road and you use voice command to say, Hey, Siri, look up... Uh, TalkCDL.com, you, you're going to get yourself in trouble because you're not supposed to be looking at a web page. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, pressing more than one single button to indicate a 
or terminate a call using a mobile. So you're not allowed to push it more than one time. If once you hit it, your phone more than once, you're illegal. It says, and engaging in any other form of electronic text retrieval or entry for present or future communication. Um, the fines. Listen to these fines. Depending on the number of previous violations, commercial drivers in Florida that violate the no texting rule. And I think this is actually across the, the country, Ruthann. They run between $500 and $2,750. So your first offense is $500. Your second is, I can't remember what the second is, but the third one is $2,750. If you get a third ticket for texting and driving, you should probably lose your damn license. There should be something. Right. Now listen to this. Um, a person... Oh, listen to this. I'm sorry. I, I, I got out of turn. It says, the no texting while driving a commercial vehicle rule in Florida affects the commercial driver's employers as well. Companies that use commercial drivers for trucks or buses who require or allow their commercial commercial drivers to violate the rule face a maximum penalty of $11,000. So if you're driving for a a company that actually texts you or calls you when they know you don't have like say a hands-free system Mm -hmm. and you're going, they know you're going down the road and they actually initiate a text or a call to you. I would tell you that, if they go to court and prove these guys, you know, th- that this has happened several times, because they'll pull, again, they'll pull your records. Right. They will go to AT&T or T-Mobile or whoever you're with, and they will pull the records and they'll go, wow, look at this, look at this small, and it's probably a small mom and pop, com- pap, mom and pop company that would do such a thing, but they're going to pull those records and go, wow, look at all the communication that this dispatcher had with this truck driver that finally got into an accident or got, or he got a fine. And look at how many times this dispatcher is texting back and forth with this guy. Mm -hmm. So I would tell you guys that are in the office to be really careful. Yeah. If you know your, your, your driver's moving and you're sending him a message, first of all, Qualcomm is, you know, will beep and tell you, you got a message and you know, the driver, if you give the driver enough time, he'll be able to come to his stop and respond to you. But to, to sit there and purposely be calling the driver while you know he's doing his job, they'll pull the, the company records, not just the phone records for um, the cell phone. They'll pull the company's phone records, too. So they'll have be able to link them all together. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt. I mean, that's the whole point. A lot of people don't. It's almost like people that commit crimes these days out in public, not realizing there's 25 cameras probably watching you at all time. You know, you got to be pretty stupid to do, you know, commit crimes in the daylight where they can see you. Mm-hmm. Um, last couple of statistics and we'll wrap this up. It says the numbers illustrating the dangers of cell phone use while driving are downright startling. In fact, at any given time throughout the day, approximately 660,000 drivers are attempting to use their phones while being or while behind the wheel of an automobile. So what do you think? I mean, I can can go into it. It says the National Council reports that cell phone use while driving leads to 1.6 million crashes a year. So just 1.6 million accidents that they know of were from texting and driving. That they know of. Nearly 390,000 injuries occur every year from texting and driving. One out of every four accidents, one out of every four accidents in the United States is caused by texting and driving. Is that crazy? Like I said, I'm still flabbergasted that it's still such a big issue. It's like a new, just like 15, 20 years ago, there really was no such thing. Now all of a sudden... 
we have cell phones and everything is just and and the networks it's like 5g now i mean honestly you can download and upload and everything just going down or you can watch videos on your network just going down the road now that's that good which makes it more accessible for people to text and drive now it's i know with some vehicles and some um phones as soon as the vehicle starts moving your phone will say you're driving and it will say do not disturb while driving type of thing you should just out automatically have that being in use while um you're in your tractor because in that way you're, you're you're not tempting yourself to pick that phone up i was talking to a trucker the other day and his phone kept cutting out when i was talking to him and he said they got this new system where if a car cuts you off your cell phone blanks out so I don't know if it's an app you have to have or what, but if, if a car cuts you off, your, your cell phone, I guess, or it might be built into the Bluetooth system in the truck. I don't know. All I know is it makes the driver hone in and be more concentrated on what's going on in front of them versus what's on the telephone. It's kind of cool. So I think technology is getting more at battling texting and driving, but I would tell you, it's pretty bad out there right now. So, but we're going to move on. How about we say hi to a sponsor? Yes. Carter Lumber. www.carterlumber.com forward slash Toxydale. Ruth Ann, Carter Lumber is awesome. I mean this. 160 some locations east of the Mississippi and every one of their jobs is home, local, everyday trucker. You get to see your family, get off the road and come work for Carter Lumber. If you've got a class A or a class B, check them out at carterlumber.com forward slash Toxydale. Like a little five question thing you fill out and they contact you, get you in, set you up with a local job. Moving on. Moving on. Ruthann, you had some stuff for us. I do. The first thing I want to uh, mention is the article that I read regarding truck parking. We all know that truck parking has been getting extremely difficult because the ELDs, a lot of times drivers can only, you know, they're, they're, you have a lot more mass parking at the same time. So what's happening is these drivers are all coming in at the same time. It's just like any type of um, traffic jams going on because of, you know, people getting done at the same time at their job. Yeah. So anyways, in Orlando... There is a company called the Dynamic Group Investments that are looking for properties south, midwest, and southeast that they can purchase to help with truck parking. It says, confronting the decade-old issue of inadequate truck parking, a Florida firm is seeking to boost parking capacity by purchasing or leasing locations across large swaths of the U.S., from stocking our restaurants to bringing the products we need to stores across the nation. Trucking is at the heartbeat of our commerce. Evan Shelley, who is the owner of the Orlando-based Dynamic Group Investments, that's who they told this, this article. So anyways, um, they're seeking real estate currently being used for truck parking or that could be developed for that purpose. The firm is open to locations throughout the U.S. with an, with an emphasis on the South, Midwest, and Southeast. They'd like to consider any size of property, any kind of land, typically these things are going to range maybe three to five acres, up to 40 acres. So they're looking for property that they can purchase, turn into trucking, um, parking, trucking, parking across the whole U.S. to help all the drivers. So if you know anybody that has that kind of property, hey, dynamic, the dynamic group there in um, Orlando. Orlando, 
Dynamic Grip Investments. Check them out. Well, I love it when there's some positive impact on the industry of trucking, Ruth Ann. So hopefully these people will be able to address the problem and, you know, create parking places all over the country. It would be really cool. Like little oases. That's what mm-hmm. they should call it, the trucking oases. Oh, yeah, that you would like be cool. That? Yeah, yeah. So pretty cool. Well, here's what they say. More than 98% of drivers report problems finding safe parking, burning more than 56 minutes of available drive time every day to find it. So they're yeah. trying to help the driver out. I hear that. So let's let's uh, get behind these guys. Sounds like a great idea. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. We've got another sponsor by the name of J.J. Keller. Ruth Ann, J.J. Keller, the trucker secretary. The trucker secretary. If you're, if you're a small company, I mean this sincerely, and you're unorganized, or if you're a new owner-operator or you want to become an owner-operator, or if you're a big fleet, J.J. Keller, no job is too big for J.J. Keller, Ruth Ann, and no job is too small. They'll take on a one-truck chuck all the way up to a company like Swift, J.J. Keller at 888-601-2017. Call them and find out why they are the trucker's secretary. Ruthann, moving on. What's that that thing you were talking about? A trucker killed his partner. So well, this, allegedly, I got to say allegedly, allegedly. There's a driver that's from Miami, Florida. Um, he's 44 years old. He's driving for a Cedar Rapids company. Hmm. 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 So he's driving for a company, in, and did it say a large? Nationwide trucking company. A nationwide trucking company in <laughs> Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Hmm. We, but it doesn't say the name of the company. No, okay. they're not saying the name of the company. Okay, that's okay. But they're in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Mm-hmm. Could be anybody. Mm-hmm. Any big- any nationwide company in Cedar Rapids. But anyways, what happened was is he had a co-driver, or I should say, they believe this was his co-driver who was uh, sixty-three years old in Indiana. A cleanup crew was doing their job and came across this body that was... The 63-year-old man's body? Yes. The co-driver's body? The co-driver. So what they did is they discovered this body. They reported it. Um, Ironically, this Cedar Rapids company reported their employee missing, kind of going hand in hand. So they tracked the driver from Florida... In Arlington, Texas. So the 40-some-year-old guy was teaming with the 63-year-old guy. It says co-driver, right? Correct. So they were a team, mm-hmm. and they were in Indiana. Mm-hmm. So, well, let's put it this way. The 63-year-old ended up in the ditch in Indiana. Mm-hmm. The poor man's dead. Mm-hmm. And somehow the 43-year-old just kept going along at his business. Didn't they catch him in, like, Texas or something? Yeah, Arlington. Yeah. You just said that. Okay, well, I wasn't paying attention. But anyways, so they, they catch him in. See, it, what doesn't add up is if I murdered my co-partner. Now, think about this for a second. I'm, I'm driving, and I'm in Indiana, and I murder somebody. Or let's say I want to claim that I didn't. Let's, let's start there. In my mind, I got to start thinking, I didn't kill this man, right? Right? Mm. So... The one thing that would be just weird that the guy that was sitting in the passenger seat or the bunk 24 hours ago with me is now in a ditch in Indiana. And ironically, I'm in Texas. And ironically, I don't tell my Cedar Rapids company, hey, you know, some reason my co-driver is just. No, that's probably what he did do. 
He probably, because it said they reported him missing. He probably the company said, reported him missing. Well, the, how would the company know he's missing if the trucker, the other guy didn't call in? What, what was that? <laughs> was that you or me? That's not me. That was my, my phone talking to me. That was weird. <laughs> Something went wrong. It was kind of funny. Uh, it was just cool. Anyways, so the, no, think about it. How do you think they found out that he was missing? Well, I mean, maybe they were trying to reach him and they couldn't get a hold of him. But wouldn't they at least call? I mean, look, even if you can't get a hold of him, you're going to call the other driver and go, hey, did you see John Trucker? By the, you know, the guy that's in the truck with you. Have you seen him today? The guy that's supposed to be your partner? Well, they will. They, the, the co-driver is from Los Angeles. So they're from completely opposite sides of I, the U.S. I, I know. So I don't know. Follow me just for a second. I, I, sometimes it's weird to go down your rabbit hole. No, just follow me for a second. For real. There's absolutely, I would tell you, the odds are this trucker called in and, re, and said, hey, I can't find John Trucker. I can't find the guy just to kind of cover himself because it, he's supposed to be with him. Why else would, put it this way, why else would they arrest the other driver? Obviously, they were together that week. You know what I'm saying? I mean, put it this way. I'll, let's put it to you a different way. Let's say this truck driver was took some time off, right? And he wasn't with the other trucker. Then they would never have arrested him. You know what I'm saying? No, I, I, I completely understand what you're saying. Okay. But, you know, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how it came about. That's the that's the thing. I'm not I'm I'm playing the advocate here. I don't know how they found out he's missing. I do. The the other guy was covering his tracks and reported to the company. For some reason Johnny ain't around. I don't know. We come out of a truck stop and he's missing. That's what he probably said. I mean, what else can you say? What else I mean, can you do? That would be illogical. I mean, if, if I was going to kick you out the truck, I, I definitely would say, I, I would definitely let my dispatcher know, hey, listen, for some reason, Troy's not here. I can't find him. I could get this load back moving, so I'm going to just keep going. You're, we're just going to have to report him missing. I looked everywhere for him. That's probably about what happened. I looked everywhere for him. I was at the truck stop. I can't find the guy. I was at the receiver. I can't find the guy. I mean, something happened, obviously. So I'm just saying, we'll find out here. Hey, follow that story. Okay, moving on. Moving on. And I think that's it for the day, Ruth. And I do you have the joke of the day and the word of the day? I the do. The word of the day by Word Genius. I do. Why don't, while I'm pulling that up and getting it set, we say... Hello to LoadSmart. Mm-hmm. Okay, LoadSmart's Camions. That's K-A-M-I-O-N-S. Break-even calculator. And Ruth Ann... Tell me that this break-even calculator couldn't have come at a better time. Fuel is like over five bucks a gallon in most places right now. Yeah. I mean, talk about a, a system that you can download for free, and you can go to Camion, K-A-M-I-O-N dot I-O forward slash talk CDL. I'm going to say it again, K-A-M-I-O-N dot I-O forward slash talk CDL. Download the free, this free app, and it integrates with all your software It'll tell you where your profits are. It'll tell you what you're doing wrong. And right now, Lord knows, you guys can use it. And I don't care if you're a company that has 100 lease trucks. It's a great thing for your drivers. Get all your drivers. In fact, put a Qualcomm out message or whatever and say to your drivers, download this app. It'll help you guys, especially in these times with high fuel periods. Yeah, and also with Camion, they, they are going to be at the truck show. 
and they have their giveaway that they're going to be doing for not your normal flamethrower or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they brought a flamethrower, they said. So hopefully soon we'll have that link that we can have everybody sign up for it because you do not have to be present for it, and they will ship it decor- directly to you. Awesome. So moving on to Ruth Ann's, are we going to the joke or to the word of the day, Ruth Ann? I'm going to do word first. Word of the day by Word Genius. What a, what a company Word Genius is. They actually made Ruth Ann smarter, and they are not even a sponsor of ToxyDL. No. And we have adopted them. I like them. What's the word of the day? Sapient. Sapient? Mm-hmm. S-A-P-I-E-N-T. Yes, exactly. Wow. And I'm a bad speller. (laughs) You should see the surprise on our faces. (laughs) Wow. So it means wise or attempting to appear wise. Okay. Sapient. Sapient. I know a lot of people that are sapient. They think they know. Almost you could say that's a know-it-all. Pretty much. If you're a sapient, you're a know-it-all. You just try to look like you're smart. You learn something and then now you're, you ever meet people that are the authority on everything or anything? I mean, like literally you can tell them about anything. I don't care if it's tissues. They will tell you a tissue story that's better than yours or lights or microphones. I, I do know some of those people. You do know some. Why are you looking at me like that? But anyways, moving on to your joke of the day. My joke. You sapient. Well, thank you. <laughs> what do you get if you cross the Lone Ranger with an insect? The Lone Ranger, um, um, uh, Hi-Ho Cockroach? I don't know. <laughs> what, what is it? The Masquito. The what? The Masquito. The Masquito. <laughs> Interesting. Yes. Mask, get it? Mask. He's wearing a mask. Yeah. Mosquito. Oh, the mosquito. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know what you were saying, a masquito. Oh. Masquito. Okay. It, I was like, it's not like you said guito. So the, it's a masquito. All right. Oh, you're so horrible. We're done. I think we're out of here. Oh, hey, listen, we look forward to seeing you all at the, at the truck show. Please stop. If, if you're at the truck show, text us shoot us a message and ask us where we're at because we're going to be walking around. We have press passes and we'll be doing all kinds of stuff. But just look for Talk CDL or come see us. Shake our hands. We'd love to meet you and uh, share some stories together. Ruthann, we're out of here. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.